Fantastic. We lost. They shot us. And we were like, let's do more of this. Has it been a long week? Do you need a break? Are you stressed? Stuck in your job? Maybe you need an escape. I'm Beth Dival. And I'm Ezekiel Kajakai. And this is Escape Break, where we discuss all things escape rooms in Southern California. The good. The bad. The funny. And don't forget the awkward. Trust me, I wish I could. This show is just on the horizon. Get ready to sit back, relax, stop working, and take a break with us. Okay, okay. We have a very, very different episode today, guys. But thank you for tuning in to Escape Break on the Cager Express podcast. Today, we have our first guest interview. And no two better people to start it off than Christine Barger Lutz and Jeremiah Lutz from the Exit Game OC. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, we're hey. good. Great. Thanks for having how us. How are you? You're welcome. We're doing good. I'm doing good. Beth's on the other side too. Beth, how are you doing? I'm doing doing great. Doing great. So when we decided to kick off these interviews, we have a bunch of people in our mind that we want on the show, but there was really no other option than having you guys first. Every time we thought about it, who should we have on? Your guys' name came up and it was even before we got to meet you and play your game. So we're very happy you guys are going to kick off the show. But let me ask you guys, have you listened to the latest episode of the podcast? Have you had time to do that? Latest one, that was the marketing one, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes, we did. We yes. listened to it going to work, I think, the day after you dropped it or the day you dropped it. I don't remember. But That's one of those truth. days when we were heading to, because we have like a anywhere between a 40-minute and a three-hour commute. <laughs> so, Depends on the day. Depends on the day. So what are those Gotta days? love LA. <laughs> That's one of Beth's favorite things is traffic, right, Beth? I love LA. <laughs> I love LA so, so much. Because that was also <laughs> part of that, that same episode, right? That, yeah. Isn't that same episode? Didn't you start talking about your love of, of traffic. Love of, yeah, one of the roads. Oh, I yes, think it yeah. was. I, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Gotta love California traffic. I love California, but I really, really, the traffic gets me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some true fans, and we really appreciate you guys listening to the show. We are fans and friends of yours as well. Uh, let's reorient the listeners a little bit of who you guys are. You're the owners of Exit Game OC. You're Prime game is the 13th basement until future games. And before you got into the escape room world, you guys are entertainers. You guys are very immersed in the entertainment field. You've done a whole bunch of different things, but let's talk about you two as a pair. How did you guys put your two brains together? How did you even meet in this universe and get to know each other? Well, we're married. Uh, <laughs> we met online. Okay. So we met at that point through one of the dating apps. I think eHarmony, I believe. Okay. I, remember. I, remember. It was I think it was. It was one of those. Questionnaire. Yeah, it was one of those. You know what the E stands for, right? Everlasting. Escape, escape rooms. Escape room. <laughs> escape room harmony. Escape room. Well, we, we actually, so we've been married for almost eight years and we played our first escape room about what two to three weeks after we got married we got back from our wedding and that's when we discovered our first escape room which one was that escape room for your first 
it was the purge truck um they did oh. a promotion for the second purge movie and um, we got locked in the back was, of a semi yeah it was fantastic we lost they shot us and we were like let's do more of this so they <laughs> when you start losing they they push you and they lock you in which we find out many many years later the reason they did that was because they were resetting behind us so they made sure that you wouldn't go back and pretty they much really every, didn't everybody have a reset time on that at all mm-hmm. they just pushed people through it was crazy because it was kind of a half haunt half escape room and this okay. was before and escape total promotion it was promotion mm-hmm. yeah but it was still expensive i remember it was a 30-minute experience it was still 25 dollars a piece uh which at the time felt like an enormous amount of money um now escape rooms being what they are it doesn't it's like well whatever but at the time that seemed crazy and we both looked at it like wow is it really going to be worth 25 dollars for this 30 minute experience and oh, here we are the first timer thought <laughs> yeah, exactly we've all been there we've certainly yeah, exactly. all been there yeah really sometimes i'm still there i'm like i really cannot pay for i have money <laughs> i'm still out in the in the trenches sometimes <laughs> You played your first escape room in The Purge, but how far down the road, like when did you have the moment to say, we're going to make one of these? Had it always been kind of lingering in your mind since that moment? Well, so we, you know, we were one of the early enthusiast couples and we played a ton. And every time we went and played a game, somebody would always say, well, when are you going to open your game? And it was always something that we hadn't really thought about. Christine had designed um, a game, a mobile game for the back of a truck. And many years, ago. many, many years ago. And that was put put aside. Um, it she I got an opportunity yeah. to live stream through an app. Okay. And so I was just about to purchase the truck. And I had designed the game and started building the props. And I decided, well, I'll live stream for a couple of weeks, see how this goes. And then if it's good, I'll just do it. And then in my spare time, I'll make the truck. But there's not really any spare time when you live stream as a full-time job. (laughs) It is a lot of hours. And so I was live streaming all the time. And then it just kind of grew into what was musically and then TikTok. And then I just started doing social media influencer stuff online. Mm -hmm. And I was still acting in TV and movies and doing all of that and ventriloquism. And so I was doing all these other things. And it just never got around to going back to making the mobile escape room that I wanted to do. Okay. Okay. Do you think that's something that you might want to try and do in the future? Or do you think that's kind of like behind you guys now? So there's a chance some of what was thought up might be used in our third game. We've talked about either using it in the third game or possibly doing a truck at some point so we can take it out to festivals and stuff and promote the room and have a mini game that'd be so fun that's so much to build but i mean like yeah you guys could totally do it but having a solid mini game is really really great you know we see people that have you know crossroads has that wonderful portable like hot box thing (laughs) that's a good description um, Mm -hmm. and they built that other that that asylum game that's now somewhere in san diego i can't remember yeah it's it's at uh subscape Subscape. Okay. Subscape Poway has it right now. Yeah. 
So we'll see. I mean, it just kind of depends right now. We're just focusing on building the second game and finishing Mm -hmm. the design and getting that going. That's most important. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then once we get that, we'll get employees and we can then focus on what we want to do with that third room and say what we've learned. We want to take everything that we've learned from the first game and the second Mm -hmm. game to put into the third one. And if we think that this, the design from the mobile unit would expand into a really great game, but we might do that or we might go a whole different way. We just haven't decided on that third space yet okay. because we don't know what we're going to learn yet. Okay. Now, how exciting though. Yeah. Super Learning. exciting. I mean, the fact that you said third game, not even second game, that gets me. I know you went straight to there. Future and I was like, excited. Oh, I'm more excited. <laughs> Is there anything you can say to the listeners about the second game or is it still under wraps well it's not under wraps but there's nothing that's super concrete about it Uh, we want it to be a pretty it's a pretty ambitious game Mm -hmm. Um, the beginning of it we want to be an open world puzzle experience uh, Mm -hmm. with the actual narrative of an escape room after you so that open world will be timed and then you get thrown into what is the the remainder of the game is a traditional escape room experience okay. Um, okay so it'll mix both the ability to just keep doing a bunch of puzzles and also have that thrill of escaping from something and that's kind of the idea we, we just up until we got on this podcast with you a few moments ago we were still working on some things we're trying to figure out and what okay. we, how we want that to all work yeah, right going on. back and forth about the story yeah and <laughs> yeah we've really worked on this story how a lot. many minimum players we want to have for the game okay. and that will depend like making that decision then depends on the puzzle structure mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah oh, there's so a cool. lot to take into consideration when you're doing design yeah yeah so between the two of you the dynamic duo that you are how, how are the talents kind of split up i mean the room you built 13th basement is excellent and you can kind of see your mark all over it but who who handles most of what in the building process and the designing the storyboarding or is it really just a joint effort i think the creation of the story the puzzles and the concept is really pretty split yeah we did that together we both we wanted something familiar but different we were both very influenced by movies like scream Mm-hmm. which is really what kind of pushed us towards wanting to see that concept done in an escape room, the idea of something that's self-aware. Okay. Um, so that was definitely together. We both really enjoy that. And we love that. horror and comedy. Yeah. So we wanted to be able to do something comedic and horror Yeah. as our first game. Of course. Yeah. And you like killed it with that theme, with that combination. You guys did a really, really good job with. Like, I don't like scary, but I still had a super fun time in a scary room and not and not die. <laughs> Which, and that's what we wanted. You know, we worked really hard at making something that was ultimately we just wanted it to be fun mm-hmm. more than anything else. Uh, that was really uh, important for us was overall for everybody just to have a good time because we were just selling entertainment. We didn't want it too hard. We didn't want it too scary. And we've um, both worked in the entertainment yeah. industry in horror, like film production. Yeah. yeah. So we look at horror films and scary things a little bit different. And I've worked at haunts as well. So like, we're the people that watch the scary movie and laugh while everyone else is screaming. And we're like, oh my God, look at that kill. Was it practical or was that done in post? Oh, I wonder if they had this person as their makeup designer. You know, like we're not watching horror the same way as the average viewer. 
because of the way that we have a love for it. And so we really wanted to make sure that we brought that part of ourselves into our first game. Okay. That's so interesting. And even even the gameplay itself of of being self-aware and kind of poking fun at black lights, poking fun at directionals. You know, we did that in games for years. Uh, That was just part of how we, we played and we enjoyed that. And we we wanted to bring that element for everybody to experience that yeah. these things are kind of silly. Directional yeah. locks are silly in an escape room, especially a serial killer room. It doesn't make any sense. So why not blast it out there? Really point it out that it's it's silly. And that was something that we had a lot of fun with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beth, do you ever think we'll get to that level of fearlessness? I can try my hardest, but it's gonna be funny (laughs) like it it'll be more entertaining for other people to witness me doing anything scary from this point forward yeah yeah so christine you are also known as the haunt girl correct yeah yeah i'm the haunt girl um when i used to work at universal halloween horror nights i would try to get off because i was usually a swing so i would only work certain nights and i would go off and see haunts at other locations and then all my friends would ask me like what's the best haunted house this year? And so I eventually just made a blog so people would stop DMing me because I was getting like all of these messages about like, well, where should we go? And so I made a blog. And then when we did the purge truck, I included that. And then we did the basement and I included that. And then pretty soon I started covering escape rooms. So I kept the name the haunt girl because I'd always done haunts, but I started covering escape rooms. And originally they were mostly just scary escape rooms. They were. And And then we branched out. (laughs) Well, it's so funny. So she has been blogging for so long that she was the first blogger to do 13th Gate. And 13th Gate was so excited to have her. I mean, nobody had heard of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, this wonderful manager, what was he, general manager? What was Jonathan? Yeah. It wasn't Dwayne. It wasn't the creator. It was this guy, Jonathan. And Jonathan was just ecstatic to have us. and Such a sweet, Made it work. They only had two games at the time, but they made it work for two of us to play, and which is unheard of. That doesn't happen anymore for those games. Yeah. um, We did their prison game by ourselves. (laughs) And their, like, um, collector, right? Yeah. The collector. We did the collector, just the two of us, at 13th Gate. Did you get out? No. Did you have a good time? We got out of the prison game, though. We got out of the prison game. Okay. I know there's a point where you have to have three people, and we managed to do it with just the two of us. And I went and grabbed some stuff from the other room to help me uh, be a third person. And there was one point where they came in to bring something to me, so I didn't break my arm. That's just because I, was, I had bad aim. <laughs> I was, I I was a, moving my arm in a weird way. And Jonathan just like, comes like, through, like, I don't want you to break your arm here. Like, <laughs> he the thing to him because I threw it and he missed. And then <laughs> we were having a struggle. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've been, we've been going and traveling all over the country and, and Canada a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, just playing escape rooms and seeing haunts. And I've been blogging about them for such a long time. Like, yeah, I, I have like a little not plaque, but what's it called? Little um, certificate or something up at like escape my room on one of their walls there. Oh yeah. From an award that oh I gave gosh. them way, way back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Like it's always fun to see stuff like that when I go and travel and be like, oh, they appreciated that acknowledgement, which is nice. So it's at escape my room. Yeah. It's in their okay. lobby. In their some, they have a bunch of different like awards from different blogs and stuff up. 
we have a little scavenger hunt now. We're gonna. I want to take a selfie it. with it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're gonna do a scavenger hunt of we're all doing... the awards that you gave out. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Now, is there That's anything awesome. you're scared of though? Like, do you have a a fear, or have you just become desensitized to it all? Um, I mean, shockers. He doesn't like I hate shockers. Okay. Like, like electrocution shockers. Yeah. Okay. We're not big fans of being electric shock it's like 13 okay. uh sorry 17th door yes it does that and it's not our favorite thing okay, okay. um That's i'm fair. not a big fan of being shot at mm. i liked it in the purge truck because at that point it felt really fake like it was it was very realistic but there wasn't a whole lot of things going on at that point where i felt like this could be real <laughs> um, but after so many other things have happened in the world, now I get a little anxious if someone starts shooting at us, like in that cave, we did a, a haunted house in a cave. Okay. It was a, a mine, but they call it a cave in uh, Ohio. And this truck drove by and they were shooting at us. And we both like hit the ground and thought we were really going to die. Felt real. We it didn't felt know. like the locals had broken in and were shooting. We were in the middle of nowhere in the back of the truck. They were shooting at us. This guy with like overalls and a backwards hat and a yeah. gun. It's pretty terrifying. <laughs> Anytime I'm at like an outdoor corn maze too where they shoot at me, I, I get a little like, is it real or is it part of the haunt? Like that, yeah, yeah, anything yeah. that's a little too real is scary to me. Oh, um, yeah. But if it's like a vampire yeah. or a clown chasing me, like. I don't care. Like, that's not going to freak me out. <laughs> Except for that one clown. One clown one time got us. And that was <laughs> that one on the East Coast. All those that those clown sightings were happening where people were like legit in the real world. Clowns were showing up. And I remember oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my so, God. That, I was in high school for that. And I remember yeah, like weird. football games were uh-huh. just the weirdest time. <laughs> well, we were at a haunt and there was no clown area at that point in this haunt in this corn maze and we turn around and there's a clown just standing in the corn maze looking at the truck and i was like is that part Way of the haunt to the back. is that, that is like really... one of the clowns like stuff like that sometimes like i said anything that's realistic that i think could be real life danger i don't like but and this haunt by the way literally had chainsaws that they would run down your back oh yeah like they touched that you. didn't matter <laughs> but having a weird clown off in the middle of this cornfield just staring at, really the, at this trailer that we were on that was moving back it was scary it, it was creepy really and, out of yeah <laughs> oh and that that actor that like coughed at me during the pandemic in a drive-through haunt oh that i was not cool with yeah it was like oh. mid-pandemic i'm driving through a drive-through haunt we're not allowed to do walk-through haunts because everything's shut down he walks up to the window and like coughs at me Okay. And I was like, that is not cool. <laughs> That's like too, That's the, it's too yeah. soon. Too real. Yeah, too real, too real. And I'm, oh I'm not going to let it slide. Jeremiah just said that chainsaws down your back didn't matter. No, nah, <laughs> like that wasn't scary because we knew they were going to really cut it us It didn't matter. <laughs> it's still disturbing to me. Ah, you, said, you said it so casually, <laughs> Jeremiah. That didn't matter, but the clown mattered. <laughs> the clown, because the, the clown, clown is weird. That's like, quiet out clown, out of staring at a truck. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make a run for it. <laughs> well, because like in the haunt with the, the gun where they shot at us from the truck, like when we start out, you went across the bridge in pitch blackness over a bridge of water and there were 
people in the water grabbing your legs and pulling you toward the water. And we were like, this is cool. That was amazing. That was like, so that cool. Was there was flames yeah. shooting up. We're <laughs> underground in a mine and they've got flames shooting up in hell. And we were like, this is cool. That haunt is amazing. But Lewis as soon Bird as they started shooting at us, we were like, nope. Yeah. That was scary. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, what well, what was the name of it one more time? Uh Lewisburg, Lewisburg. Caverns. Um, it's in northern Ohio. I don't it's must be Lewisburg, must be the name I of think the that's town. town. <laughs> Somewhere around there. But um it's incredible. It's an incredible haunt house. And it's I mean it's at least it's at least 45 minutes, but yeah. could be three or four hours, depending on how lost you get. Because it's a kind moment, of an escape room. Yeah, there's a moment where they just let you go, and you can get lost in these caves. In the actual, like, caverns <laughs> of the, of you the have to, you have to You have to choose which serial killer you're going to follow. And if you go in the wrong door, you just get lost. Um, we, oh. we followed, you have to find your we way luckily out. followed the crowd because we had to get to another haunt right afterwards. Okay. Um, and luckily we got out, we didn't get stuck. Cause then we had to drive. I think, were we going to the blood, blood prison after that? One of them, we hit up three haunts that night. But usually oh in God. October, until we started our own business, we would take long weekends and we would go to different cities and do as many escape rooms during the day and as many haunted houses during the evening as we could fit in in a weekend. Okay. So we would go to New York and we would hit up everything in New York City for like a day, do all the haunts. Then we drive to Jersey for the day and we do the escape rooms and then the haunts that night. Wow. You know, and we would just drive all over. I mean, we've done road trips all the way out to New Orleans where we just hit things up along the way. Wow. So we just love That's like, a life. I mean, yeah, you yeah, just do right? so many things in a weekend that. Like when people ask me, oh, do you remember this one? I'm like, I don't know. We did like seven that day. Uh, and then like that whole weekend, like it was, it's just a blur, you know, like I'd have to keep notes so I could just blog about it. Cause I get so like overwhelmed with as much as we were doing. And yeah. then anytime he would go for work and do like a convention, I would go by myself during the day and I would just hit up haunt, or uh, hit up escape rooms. Okay. And while awesome. he was at a convention and then I would pick him up in the evening in like the rental car and then we do more escape rooms and then he'd go back to the hotel, sleep and get up, go to the convention the next day and I get up and do more escape rooms. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. What a, what a 24 hour day job type of thing. <laughs> so with that many escape rooms in such a short amount of time, I'm sure you guys are in such an insane number of escape rooms and haunts. Do you happen to have an, a number or a list or either? Oh, I don't know how many haunts we've been to. Who I think the most haunts? we did, I want to say we did around 35 one year in six weeks. 35 yeah. in six weeks. Well, I did. I don't oh, know if you did as many because I, I often go yeah. to a lot of them on like a Thursday on my own or something mm -hmm. when he was still working. But escape rooms, I'm getting close to 600. Holy wow. Man. Oh my God. I'm somewhere around 500. We, um, 500, 550, somewhere. Yeah, there. somewhere. Yeah. 500, 550, somewhere in between there. <laughs> but, uh, cause we, we stopped really keeping the count after a while when she hit her 500th game, it was kind of like, cool. Yay. She made it. <laughs> um, and then we just kind of, well, and then the apocalypse hit. So we yeah. were playing yeah. as many yeah. escape rooms and then, um, and then we opened. So it was kind of this, we, we fit in games yeah. when we could, and we played as much as we could, but we I mean, stopped counting. We still try to go to escape rooms when we have a chance, and it's just really hard because we're so busy. Yeah, it's definitely harder to play when you're working one and other jobs, too. 
but I'm 500 and that's an unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not even, we've got, we have a friend that's played close to 2000 now. What? Yeah, I don't know how many Amanda's played. She, she's she at one got, point held she the Guinness Book of World Records for the most games played in 24 hours. Somebody just recently somebody beat, her. beat her, though. Wasn't that like, it, was it 25? Um, or something like that? Or was it way more than what I'm thinking? So, I don't know who beat her or how many of the, the uh, people that beat her had. She, I thought, did 23 maybe within that 25 year or 24 i don't know they they were in russia and they just like bounced from one to another um, and there were okay. certain rules about it like they had to be a certain that. amount of time and like for the limited like game. oh god it, it not had like to be yeah they, they couldn't well, I think do it could be 45 and i think that's yeah. what happened with the new group i think the new group did all 45 minute games or something and I could be completely wrong, but there was something when Amanda came here to play the game in January, she spoke about the differences between them and, and how but they couldn't the do like a 15 minute game right. and counted as a full length escape room. Okay. There were like certain rules for <laughs> when you get in the record book, there's rules. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. If anyone's trying to break the next record, check the rules. Check the rules first. Check the rules. Well, let's send you guys a couple quick facts. We want to get some intel off of you guys. So these next questions coming your way don't think too much about them but i kind of want to know your opinions okay so some of them are going to be either or some are going to be just a straight fact for you guys but i want to know if you're playing a room would you rather there be black light or directional locks you can't have both directional locks <laughs> jeremiah okay okay black so we light. got a little split here <laughs> i know beth's answer uh, yeah <laughs> all right next one is it escape room or is it room escape? Escape room? I think it depends on the company. No, to, to you guys, to you guys. What do you know it as? Because they're, they're both acceptable, I believe. I think yeah. escape room. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you think it's like a, a regional thing? Is there a certain area where it, it switches over to room escape? Because I've seen it both ways. And the first time I heard room escape, I was like, what is that? You're, why are you saying it that way? So I feel like we used to see that term thrown around like a while ago. I don't feel like I see room escape as much as escape room anymore. Yeah. I also see kind of a rebranding of just getting rid of the idea of it's an escape room in general and it's mm -hmm. an adventure game puzzle or it's an immersive game or puzzle game or that kind of language being used. I see all of them because I do our hashtags. <laughs> anything that i can think of for a hashtag that may or may not be used by the general public to find us is yes important. yes so escape yeah. game puzzle game adventure game puzzle room escape okay. room, room escape all of them okay as of this moment what's the last room you played the depths yes ah the depths At irvine okay oh. i think i saw I your photo you took a photo in the room I did. Nice, nice. I asked them if yeah, it was okay, and they said yes, and I was like, cool, because we allow photos in our room, and when we go play other escape rooms, a lot of times they don't want to tell us the rules because we're owners, and we've played so many games, they'll be like, we don't need to tell you the rules, and I always ask at like the last minute, can I take photos in the room? And usually they're like, well, no, of course not, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> but for these guys, I was like, can I take pictures in the room? And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I totally took a selfie in the game. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, that kind of transitions right into what we talked about on our last episode, which is you guys in marketing, 
you guys are doing it all right in our opinions specifically jeremiah you go all out in some of these TikToks. Is that is that you're doing or is Christine behind the scenes making you do that? That's, that's Christine. I am incredibly uncomfortable on camera. And you should have seen some of the early. I mean, it. so when we first started doing and we've only been doing TikToks for about two months, okay. really doing it maybe closer to three now like as three, we kind yeah. of get towards the end of this month. Um, OK. I guess closer to three, but um, I was very, very uncomfortable. It would take us two hours to do the simplest TikTok uh, because I was just so awkward and strange and just couldn't <laughs> do things in a way that felt comfortable at all. And, and now I'm finally getting a little better. <laughs> I, he does a good it. job. <laughs> I just love the ones where I, I briefly did a couple TikToks with you guys. And they were great. Very yeah, fun experience. Great they were great. They were great. Um, so I got to see how Christine works with TikTok and it's it, very quick, very, very quick. Like we, we got a lot of stuff knocked out. And so when you say two hours, I'm like, I don't, it doesn't show on your TikTok page at all. Everything shows like it, you're very natural. And I think my favorite thing that you've done is that dancing TikTok where your legs are going up <laughs> above the camera. <laughs> that was all him. That was actually, she wasn't around for that. There's two TikToks <laughs> that he did by himself. Everything else is pretty much one? done. He did yeah. the mirror one with the the locks, and the one right after that with the kicking. And I sent him both videos, and I explained to him. I got on like a Zoom call and like showed him how to use the phone, and he did it all by I himself. I was terrified, but I I made it I made it work. She I I had to redo them a few times. She's like a couple oh. times. You know, that doesn't quite work, Jenny. Why don't you go back and... Wait, that's okay. We worked on lighting. They were funny. They were so funny. It was honestly one of my favorite TikToks (laughs) for a while. Because I was just like, look at it. What is this? this? Exactly. What is is happening? (laughs) Yeah, we were actually... We were talking today about how, um, like, I've been doing TikTok since it was Musical.ly. And at some point, you know, you put in so many hours of doing something that you become an expert at it. And a lot of people don't necessarily know that about me. And so when they see our TikTok, they're like, oh, this is a new account. But really, I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of practice with lighting and lip syncing and transitions. And I know all those terms, especially for somebody my age. It's I'm not the average TikToker, but I do have a lot of experience with it. So it really helped us out that I'd been doing that for so long when we decided to go ahead and do it for the business. And it's brought in quite a bit of traffic, which has been it's really been great. Yeah, it's so We cool. love our TikTok fam. Yeah. Every yeah. single one of those, those people who are watching the TikToks and liking the videos and commenting, we appreciate every single one of you. Yeah, yeah. it's been amazing. You guys are so funny. It, we love it. It's, I love the page. If you, if, if the listeners haven't had a chance to just see some of the TikToks, like look at the pinned ones at the top of the page and then like scroll for about 20 minutes, go through the hole, <laughs> like go through the the dump hole of TikTok, but like stay on their page because all of it is so funny. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. All right, guys. So to kind of conclude our episode with you guys, we wanted to allow you to ask us a question. It could be anything you guys have thought of. We're going in blind, but what do you guys got for us? So we want to know, uh, for both of you, if you could turn any horror movie uh, into an escape room. That you could play. That you could play, which horror movie would you choose? (laughs) Okay. All right. I have an answer. I know Beth's thinking. 
So I think I got one. Oh, you got one. Okay. I it took me a minute. <laughs> so the movie is called Lights Out. And I do not like horror movies, but I saw this movie and basically the premise is the thing can only get you in the dark. And after this movie was over, I turned on the light of my phone and shined it on me and walked out. So I think that would be a cool thing to do in a room where your protection are the spots of light and things happen when the lights are out to give this illusion of like warping around the room and different things like that. So that's That's my answer. Yeah, that's super fun. Yeah, I would totally cry. (laughs) (laughs) I would, that would, that would make me cry. That's a scary one. (laughs) All right, Beth, what you Um, got? I, I'm also not a big um, horror film watcher. I also, I guess like any kind of the Freddy movies, Freddy Krueger, um, I feel like it'd be really cool to try and almost like the upside down, like one room is you falling asleep or you going to bed or something. And then you go into your dream world and it's just like hellfire and fear. Okay. <laughs> and puzzles. <laughs> and puzzles. <laughs> so add some fun to that. <laughs> what a trio, hellfire, fear, and puzzles. <laughs> But I think it'd be a cool like transition. It'd be I think it could be done in a really unique way, but I I do not have the heart to, to do that myself. <laughs> that would be awesome. fun. And in, and a room like that could actually be done in a very tongue-in-cheek way. Because Freddie is ultimately, especially in the sequels, became very silly. And mm-hmm. the first movie was kind of scary, but as you progress, I mean he just He's, it's comedy at that point. So that, that room would, could be a lot of fun. I, I would enjoy yeah. being in that room. Yeah. That's so cool. Thanks, guys, for that question. I didn't know what to expect, but that was a wonderful question. You guys should be podcasters. Hi, <laughs> huh? Do you have a podcast? <laughs> All right, guys. So if you want to go check them out, if you haven't already, hopefully you have, but if you haven't, you can head to it's theexagame.com slash OC. Okay, with the slash OC. And their game is the 13th basement. And eventually they'll have a second game called and a third game called We Don't Know Yet. <laughs> we, we don't either. We're working on it. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> but I want you to know, and I think I can say we want you to know for, for people listening that this is a game that we can wholeheartedly recommend. It's it's the perfect amount of thrill, puzzles, and layering. There's little things that happen into the game that you can yeah, we take saw with I you. I saw that in the background. It's just, it's just so cool. There's so much there. You're not going to have a bad time. Like that is my guarantee. You will not have a bad time playing this game. So please check them out and say hi because they're great people. Thank Definitely. you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thanks for having us on. Of Thank course, you. guys. Thanks for being our first guest. We're, we're very excited for you guys to kick off our interview series. Hey, Kat, you know what time it is? Beth, wait, I need more time. Don't say it. No, break time is just about over. But Beth, what if they want more? Well, they can tune in to next episode. Next episode? Yes, next episode. There's so much more to come. Well, what can they do between now and then? Well, they can like us on Instagram. Share this episode? Oh, yes. Venmo you 20 bucks? I mean, if they want to, and if they do want to, it is at Beth underscore Dival. Awesome. (laughs) Guys, we'll see you next time. And remember, if you need to get away and your day seems too long, don't be shy to take your next escape break.